This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. The calendar may say it's winter, but it's always a good time to be focusing on the boys of summer. From the stars who make the plays on the diamond to the ones who make the decisions in the front office, let's bring you Inside Your Hometown Nine with Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Well, hello and welcome to Inside Twins, and let me be the first to welcome you to Twins Baseball 2024. Chris Atterbury here in our network headquarters at Target Field. Our show is called Inside Twins. You can join us for a live stream of the program on uh, all sorts of social media channels, our Facebook channel, our YouTube channel, uh, the X platform formerly known as Twitter, and we also will take your comments uh, later in the program in segment three via Facebook and YouTube. Also, of course, airing all all across our fine network of affiliates here in Twins territory and really kicking off the start of the 2024 campaign. Eight shows inside Twins between now and the first pitch of spring training from Fort Myers, which we will air, of course, across our network as well. Also in that span, there's Twins Fest, there's Caravan, so a lot of ground to cover. And with the new year, we are ready to build on what was a sensational finish to the 2023 campaign. And what better guest to have kick things off for us uh, than Royce Lewis, who joins us from his home in the Lone Star State of Texas. Royce, first of all, Happy New Year, and thank you for being our leadoff hitter here as we kick off 2024. Well, Happy New Year to you, Chris. And again, I already told you, but congratulations on your new promotion. I love it. I'm excited to hear you uh, every day. So. Well, I appreciate that very much. I was upstairs the day you signed at Target Field, and uh, we've come full circle here as uh, I'll be moving on upstairs to join Danny and Corey. We'll be taking his pretty face over to the uh, the TV booth. So first of all, congratulations uh, uh, on a great 2023, and we've got a lot to talk about in terms of kind of how your offseason is going. But I want to start there. Uh, there's still a buzz in the Twin Cities about – the energy at Target Field over the course of those playoff games. You had a lot to do with that, smacking a couple of home runs. From a player's perspective, do you ever find yourself, whether you're out on a golf course or maybe you're working out in the offseason just having dinner, kind of going back to the place as we see kind of the video of those moments and the voltage of electricity that was running through you? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I get chills just when you said that. Like the energy, it was it was a totally different uh, way of playing the game. Uh, it made all of us, you know, like the game that we already love, uh, we loved it even more. And I think uh, we thrived from that. And obviously our performance, uh, you know, it came in handy and we got some wins out of that. And so uh, I, I still to this day think the fans had a lot to do with that. Playoff baseball is different. And I know you've had a lot of great mentors in this game. Now that you've experienced it for yourself, does it match up kind of with what they, they warned you about? Oh, that times a hundred. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they, you know, they've told me, you know, like guys like Tori have told me, Hey, your adrenaline's going to be, you know, max and you're going to be shaking up there. And, um, 
just the feels of the game. And then, you know, from Joe Maurer telling me, hey, take it all in. And so when I just go up to the plate and I look around the stadium and how beautiful it is and how the fans are all cheering, going crazy. And uh, just they showed how badly they wanted it. It just made me want it even more. And so um, I'm not going to say that it made me hit a home run, but it definitely helped. So that's for sure. Yeah, you started giving souvenirs to everybody in the crowd there over the uh, course of that Toronto series. And obviously that whets your appetite for the year to come. You got a taste. I know you and your teammates want even more. I go back to a couple of years ago. We had a bunch of guys from Houston. Robbie Grossman was here, Tyler Duffy, Jason Castro. And the Astros go on and win the World Series. And I would talk to them at Twins Fest in the spring about what it was like being in Houston while all that was happening when you had kind of come just a little bit short you had that experience this year because you make your offseason home in texas rangers end up winning the world series does that make it burn even a little bit more watching all of that hoopla right in your backyard yeah especially just you know knowing the matchup if i feel like you know if we got past houston Astros, i think we would have really had a good chance uh i went in the whole thing um me personally i just i felt like the astros were our toughest matchup uh going in um but then again, you know, every team's different and uh, the Rangers got hot at the right time and they were a great team, obviously, and they still are. But uh, it has nothing to do with any other team. Just what my opinion was of playing the game of baseball and going into a series, uh, you know, looking forward to winning that. And so um, it's definitely tough, though, going back to what you said, you know, looking around, walking around anywhere in Frisco or uh, Dallas, Texas area. You got all these Rangers hats and fans and World Series shirts and um, they're promoted heavily out here right now. All right. Well, you can do something about that here in 2024. And this has been a different offseason for you on two fronts. One, health. Uh, you're not rehabbing anything. You're actually able to just go about working on things to get stronger. How has that aspect been with you? What are your workouts like? Who you're working out with? Yeah, we got a great group of guys working out with. You know, we got uh, Larnick is a good one, uh, Caleb Hamilton, Jake Cave, Danny Colme. So a bunch of former twins, really. And then obviously uh, Trevor and I being the main ones here going at it. Um, and we work out pretty consistently, you know, Monday through Friday together and then Saturdays by ourselves just because that place gets too busy down there with a lot of kids in that weight room. So um, those workouts are looking great. A lot of running for me personally. I'm running a lot of resistance sprints, uh, you know, short distance sprints. Um, I just feel like speed for me and, and obviously, like you said, being healthy again, it feels good to run uh, rather than like being hesitant or uh, being a little bit off stride. And so uh, I'm looking forward to just continuing doing that. The other difference in the offseason is so much of a baseball player's offseason is the climb to the major leagues. You've now been to the major leagues. You've established yourself in the major leagues. Does that make the offseason difference in terms of maybe the specifics of what you're working on, whether it be defense like we're seeing here, whether it be the adjustments you know are coming from opposing pitchers as the book on you gets thicker? Yeah, absolutely. I think every year I'm always trying to get better, um, you know, at any part of my game, whether that is, hey, I'm going to work on my speed or, hey, I'm going to work on um, some power or, or whatever it is, defense, offense. Um, and for me, I break it down each individual category. It's like, hey, what did I do defensively? Where can I get better? Um, you know, third base was an adjustment to make, obviously playing short for about five years there um, and moving over to third. Um, it was a bigger adjustment than I definitely mentioned. Uh, you know, I think once you go through it and you have Giancarlo standing up at the plate and you're looking at that big of a human being hitting a 120 mile an hour ground ball at you at third it's it's a lot different you know being it's easier said than done that's for sure um and so i think that's the kind of stuff i'm working on as well as uh, a lot of hitting adjustments uh you know in the box there and just trying to fine tune and be more consistent um 
and then you know like you said in being established i don't feel like i'm established i'm still like i feel like i'm still trying to establish myself in the big leagues uh consistently to be an everyday player um and to do that i just got to be healthy and try to be the best version of myself which is you know being in the weight room getting after it each and every day um and then obviously finding tuning my game Royce Lewis is our guest as we kick off the hot stove season with our Inside Twin Show. Uh, questions via Facebook and YouTube for Royce. We'll answer them in our third segment today. Going to play a new game in our middle segment called the Photo Album. Go down memory lane with Royce. Have some fun with that one. And later on this month, you'll get a chance to get together with more of your teammates. Twins Fest will be here at Target Field. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a caravan coming up as well. Is Twins Fest something you look forward to as a chance to come out of your workouts and get the the crew back together get the band back together a little bit absolutely yeah I, I miss these guys man you know and i think it's just a way to force them out of the house and hang out with me man it's, <laughs> so it's it's fun I'm, I'm excited and obviously just to be able to see the fans especially after the excitement of 2023 and looking into 2024 i think everyone's pretty excited uh rolling in to see some familiar faces uh going in before spring uh is definitely exciting uh, speaking of exciting and speaking of a big swing, everyone knows about the Grand Slams. Everyone knows about the playoff home runs. I think your biggest swing and your biggest connection point of the offseason was, we're going to have a picture of it here for those joining us on the stream, uh, was that you are now engaged and a very yeah. uh, lucky and happy man. Tell us, uh, what was the game plan? Were, were you smooth? Uh, did you surprise her? Uh, walk us through it. Yeah, def definitely a surprise. Uh, you know, both our families were there little vacation uh, up in Paso Robles at Halter Ranch. And uh, I, uh, you know, my family really helped me out with a lot of the details and getting it figured out with the winemaker there, Kevin. He's great, man. He really helped us out. And, uh, it, you know, I wasn't nervous until literally I got in front of her and started speaking. So uh, when I presented the ring, that that's when it hit me. And uh, I was saying, you can't beat that. That adrenaline rush right there was, it was a lot. So uh, I'm glad I was able to get through it. And uh, she said, yes. So. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, your fiance Sam, an outstanding athlete in her own right, played played soccer, right? I believe. Yep. And yep. her her father was a quarterback for the last Washington Husky team to win a national championship. So I imagine you guys have some uh, definitive rooting interests here this week in college football. Yeah, yeah, we're watching closely, and I also like that quarterback man. He's real good. So um, <laughs> it's been fun to watch these games. Have been really cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Now, speaking of cool, when you are an athlete with a certain personality and a certain skill set, you can set the bar for what is cool. And this is something that Danny Gladden and I talked about with you all year. When Ken Griffey Jr. came up when I was a kid, all of us started wearing our hats backwards, imitating the swing. When Joe Maurer was, was coming up here, everybody's growing sideburns out uh, all across Twins territory. Danny thinks this is going to catch on, and I think he's right, the Royce Lewis eye black. We have a shot of it here. And you do not do your eye black in the classic way. What is the root of, I can't even describe it. It looks like, I know, a migrating geese that are about to collide <laughs> on your nose. But what yeah. is the root of that? Because I believe we're going to see a lot of kids across Twins territory wearing their eye black like that. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I, I On Instagram, I'll go on some DMs and I'll see some stuff and pictures and I'm tagged in some stuff that's like the eye black. And then I got some photos from people in our front office, their kids and then neighborhood kids wearing the eye black just like that. And I remember even, uh, you know, Derek Falvey called me in the off season for Halloween and said, Hey, my son wants to know how to do it. And we FaceTime, <laughs> we, we planned it out. So, uh, you know, basically I started doing it because I saw, you know, a couple other players, um, 
someone started doing like almost like cat whiskers. And I was like, I don't know, man, maybe if you do a little bit thicker, because I still want the eye black to actually work um, and do its job. And so I, I did. I just did a little bit thicker um, and it caught on. And it was definitely like my own. I made it my own. And so I think kind of like we said, hopefully it catches on. But if not, you know, it's my own thing. So you keep hitting home runs. You keep smiling like you are. And there's going to be a lot of thick cat whiskers across Twins territory and beyond moving forward. Now, that was a wonderful picture. We're going to check out some more pictures with Royce Lewis as we continue with our photo album session. We'll take a quick break here, right here on Inside Twins and your home for Twins Baseball. Our show is Inside Twins. Chris Atterbury from our network headquarters here at Target Field, joined by Royce Lewis. Target Field was rocking in the fall, thanks to Royce and his teammates hoping to rock again all summer long across Twins territory. Now, for those of you joining us, streaming this live across all of our various social media platforms, or if you're joining us uh, across our fine radio affiliates here in Twins territory, you can go back via the Twins Facebook, YouTube channels. You can watch the the, the visual element here with Royce, and you're going to want to watch this particular segment we call it photo album Royce we had some help with this one uh, and we're going to throw up some pictures and we're going to have you almost play caption contest first and foremost can you tell us about this guy good looking football player I think that's a Cal State Fullerton uniform if I'm not mistaken maybe Chico State number 93 got the soft fro going a little bit Uh, who, who are we looking at here that's my dad, man. That's Pops right there. He's looking good. He's looking fly. And that's, that's you know, a lot of the athleticism coming from him, but also mom, too. So we'll see what other photos we got. That looks good. <laughs> yeah, that did look really good right now. We talked a lot about your mom and, and what she's meant to you and the necklaces and whatnot on past shows. But we wanted to get dad some love in there a little bit uh, with the uh, old football game. 93. What was he? Was he a, a D-end? What was it? What did he play? He was wide receiver. Yeah, he was fast, man. Uh, I mean. He had scholarships to USC. He had some stuff going. So, I mean, he was really good in his heyday. 93 for a wide receiver, huh? He's carving his own path there. That's uh, that's yeah. a good look. Good look for him. All right, well, let's uh, say you wanted more pictures. Uh, let, let's pop this one up here. When I watch you play and I talk about you hitting with guys like Paul Molitor, everybody talks about how long you keep the bat in the zone. We're now watching a picture of you at, yeah. boy, what are you, about 12 there, 13 maybe? Long, mm-hmm. skinny legs, and walk me through the mechanics of your swing here. You're playing for a team called the Bolts. Yeah, look at looking a little shy there for sure. It was my first tryout um, with this team. It was a travel ball team for the Bolts, and we were trying out for the team. And I think I want to say I was like 11, about 11 years old. And so uh, I was nervous in front of all these guys and taking BP, and there was no turtle. It was kind of funky. It was different. It was different than what I'm used to. No cage, um, but yeah, it looked it looked good. You know, the swing you see you can see it there. It's not fully ready, but it, you can see it. So I don't know what the scouts saw of me, but there, but they saw something. Well, I, I'm not worried so much about you about the kid that was coming into the to hit after you. His he only went up to like your shoulder. It was <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know if he was in the wrong tryout, but he has. Uh, you were towering over him there. A little uh, youth youth baseball with the bolts. I assume you made the team, right? I did. I did make it. That team was really good. It was a fun team. Another fun team, Jay Sarah High, where uh, you are one of two alums to play in the Major League so far. More on the way. Let's take a look at the photo album from from Jay Sarah. There's you posing for the overhead drone camera. A little celebration (laughs) at home plate there. I like those uniforms, by the way. Great uniforms. Yeah, the present you with your jersey. Now, explain what's going on here. I, I would describe it, but I don't know what you are wearing. We have a guest. Drew Halverson thinks... It's a Korean sauce packet. 
costume that you are wearing? I know there are fuzzy oh, wow. slippers involved. What what are, what are we looking at? So there was a Saturday Night Live with uh, Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake, and they did uh, like gift bags, and they were doing it for Christmas time. Ah. And so I was supposed to be the gift wrapping paper, and then my buddy <laughs> Al Stewart was the gift bag. And my mom, my mom actually made these, handmade both of these for us, and then she we wore made a white those. Tie. Yeah, oh yeah, she's she is creative, artistic. She could do all these things. Uh, pretty much anything in the house, if it was broken, she would be making it. So, so she could do it all. Um, and why were you wearing the gift bags? Was that Halloween? Was that Christmas or just Tuesday? That was a Halloween uh, game. So we have every year our high coach, uh, Brett Kay's birthday is Halloween. And so we did our Halloween game uh, like about the day before, the week before, whatever it may be before break. Um, and we play in our costumes a little game. And so it was really fun. And uh, man, we, we try to win the costume every time. I think I won maybe two or three times. So Okay. Did did you win with this costume? We know you love Batman. We didn't know you necessarily like to dress up as Batman, but I think we have a shot here of, well, no, that's, uh, I think it becomes Batman. There's you swinging with a bat, and then there's you <laughs> looking, uh, I guess, like Batman. I don't know if that's a yeah. Clooney Batman, if that's a Val Kilmer Batman, if that's an Adam West Batman. That's a, that's a Batman onesie right there. That's what that is. <laughs> That was that was the onesie day for school, and so we were able to wear our pajamas, and that's what I decided to wear, you know. And a cape, and a cape. Came with a cape, you know. You got to be a superhero. So yeah. that that look, I thought I thought it looked good at the time. Now it looks a little too tight. I I'd probably <laughs> prefer to get something baggier, a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> but but I like it. I like what it looked like back then. So so what you're in high school here, correct? Right with the yeah. with the oh, sweet yeah. Batman onesie. Okay, well you have upgraded your your apparel. Since then, now that you're a big league star, so let's see what you look like now when you dress up. And there's Dr. Evil right there, right right in the middle. And I guess the great story here is not only did you look like Dr. Evil on the plane for dress-up day, you then hit a grand slam. And talk to me about the thought process of throwing the Dr. Evil pinky up to your dugout as you rounded the bases. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was funny. Uh, obviously Pablo uh, was one of the masterminds and him and farmer and a few other guys and picking the costumes. <laughs> and so they said, you know, give him, give him Dr. Evil. And so Pablo kept joking with me about Dr. Evil. And obviously he gave me that looking at me in the dugout. So when I looked back at him, I said, I got to give it back to him. And so um, I did and everyone started laughing. And then uh, I know Hank was like, oh, what are we doing here at first? Are we doing Dr. Evil? Or are you going to throw me, are you going to throw me the normal, you know, uh, like the football, what are you going to do? And so we were just talking about it, and, and he was giving me jokes. But, um, yeah, it was, I thought it was a good play on the costume that they designed for me. I like it. And when you hit a grand slam, everything's a good play. So, as I recall, that yeah. was a, like your, your fifth grand slam as we were in uh, Chicago. All right, that's our photo album segment here. And, Royce, I have to say, outstanding, banging-up job on the photo album. And, again, for those of you tuning in across our fine network of affiliates via the radio, uh, check out Facebook, YouTube, your twin social media channels. You're going to want to see these outstanding pictures of Royce Lewis. The show is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killerbrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated, how memories are created and legends are made. We'll take one final break. When we come back, we'll take your questions for Royce. Short pause right here on your home for Twins Baseball. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our show is Inside Twins. Chris Atterbury with you. The first of eight editions of Inside Twins. And uh, nobody finer to kick it off with than our buddy Royce Lewis joining us from his home. Been a busy offseason already for Royce. And we will be seeing Royce and company at Twins Fest. And then obviously spring training just around the corner as well. And uh, Royce, we're going to take questions uh, that we've taken in via Facebook, YouTube, various Twins uh, uh, channels today. Uh, one of them uh, is what's Max Kepler's phone number. I don't want you to answer that one, but there's about <laughs> 12, uh, 12 young ladies who have already asked if you could share Max's digits uh, via social media. I get the first question and we've had a lot of discussions here in the studio uh, about baseball cards. And, you know, with the generations, the cards have changed. They've gotten fancier and they've gotten different. Were you a card guy? Like, did you collect baseball cards or or do you keep track of your own cards now that you're a big leaguer? Yeah, I, I uh, now I definitely keep track of my own. I get them sent um, as soon as a new card comes out at the end of the year. Well, if they made 10, if they made one, uh, I just ask for every one, at least one. <laughs> uh, hopefully two, three or four so I can pass them on my family too, but um back in the day i had i used to have these binders i don't even know where they are now they're probably at my house uh back at home with my parents but i used to have a binder like red blue green i used to have like five uh, different sports uh, i color coordinated them uh so i used to collect a ton absolutely that would be something to find uh, if they ever dig that out of the attic that would be something absolutely <laughs> to take a look at all right let's jump into some questions here this is from jane everyone wants the team to go further do you have any personal goals in addition to team goals this coming year uh honestly yeah of course i want to stay healthy uh for a majority if not all the season that's that's every year a goal of mine and um, i haven't thought about anything else personally uh, other than yeah i want to go further as well we got that taste and I'm just really excited because I think that we have the team and most of the majority of the same guys coming back and uh, we're looking forward to getting after it. I'm, I'm glad you said that because so much of the talk this time of year with every fan base in Minnesota, no exception is, well, who have they added? We want to add, we want to add. And I'm looking at a full season of a healthy Royce. I'm looking at a healthier Byron. I'm looking at a healthier Carlos. And I'm thinking, oh, there's some pretty good guys here that we didn't see at their best in 2023 i think there can be a lot of improvement just with the same people coming back into the clubhouse next year absolutely and i think another thing to you know not dismiss is that our system has been so uh, amazing you know with, with all the youth that we have uh basically just sitting in triple a waiting for an opportunity and once they get the opportunity they're, they're really good down there as well because um you know i played with these guys growing up my whole career um, and so knowing a bunch of them, I think that those are your replacements right there. If you had to say replacement, um, that they can take over and handle the reins if someone were to get hurt, which obviously we're praying no one does, um, or get traded or whatever it may be. I just think that a lot of our guys are in the system right there in front of us, just like a Cody Funderburg, uh, Trevor Larnick, uh, guys that have already helped this year. Yeah, a lot of great depth, and that was the name of the game in 2023, and certainly depth is going to be critical in 2024. One of those guys, Brooks Lee, I hope he came up and congratulated you when you were in Paso Robles. You know, you were in his <laughs> neck of the woods there when he was in uh, San Luis Obispo. Uh, yeah, Herb Wells yeah. joining us here from Facebook. Uh, who were your idols 
when you were a, a kid. You're still a kid. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like it at times, but um, no, I, I I grew up loving uh, Derek Jeter uh, just because he looked like me, uh, same kind of parents. Uh, he was a shortstop, obviously for the Yankees, and he won all the time, and that's what I wanted to do. And uh, I love the jump throw, uh, but uh, there were some other players, obviously Tory Hunter, uh, Matt Kemp. Uh, I did grow up watching Carlos and Javier Baez and Lindor too, and those are all again kind of shortstop, center fielders types, uh, just athletes on the diamond that. I thought had a good flair to their game and competed each and every day. Yeah, and each of those guys has like a little special something too, right? Like they, yep. they were a little different, whether it's Baez with the hands and the tagging or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they all have so much that they bring to the table. Great question. We appreciate all of them coming in via Facebook and also via the Twins YouTube channel. From Morgan, how do you stay so calm during big at-bats like the ones in the playoffs? Yeah, great question. Um you know, for me, a lot of it is just breathing um, and just understanding that just as much pressure I'm feeling right now is, is probably two times, if not more, on the pitcher because he's got to face not only me, but nine other great hitters or eight other great hitters in this lineup. And so uh, I just take advantage of having the opportunity that I'm there and playing the game that I love. And when you think about that, you kind of just naturally relax and uh, just focus on simplicity. So simplify your approach at the plate and know what you got to do and accomplish and wait for that mistake to be made by the pitcher and then take advantage. There are certain guys who just look like they're having fun in those moments. And I would put you in that category. Are you having fun? Are you, uh, are you seeking those moments out? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love it. I love, uh, you know, when I, I guess, quote unquote, the bright, bright light comes on. Um, I like being center stage and, and taking advantage of, of that opportunity and being the guy that everyone wants uh, at the plate. That's uh, words of wisdom from Royce Lewis. Jacob uh, joining. Uh, what opposing players have you become friends with since making your debut? A lot of people don't think about that angle of it, yeah. but you end up broadening your world in this uh, this this little uh, uh, game of ours uh, in, in yeah. which you end up crossing paths with a lot of folks. Absolutely. I'll, I'll say this. It's, just, it's a tight-knit group. You know, as soon as you get into the big leagues, uh, everyone seems like there's like a committee of just guys that just take care of each other and love on each other and know how hard it was to, you know, the grind of actually getting up, playing every day for one, uh, and then just getting to the big leagues. It's not like the NFL where Bryce Young gets drafted. He's now the starting quarterback. Um, that doesn't happen in our – it doesn't matter if you're first pick or last pick. You all have to go through the same system. And so um, long story short, I have friends on every team, so I'd say which team are you going to ask, <laughs> ask about because I, I literally love all these guys and I grow up watching them. I idolize a lot of their game and um, specific different ways. And so, uh, you know, whether it's the Blue Jays and Vladdy Jr., who I became friends with as I played against him more and more, um, or uh, Bo Bichette is another one. You know, that's who we recently played. But uh, just pick a team, I would say. And I, I guess the least – I don't have any friends on the Yankees, so. <laughs> <laughs> you just made one. a lot of people smile around Twins territory <laughs> with, that, uh, with that particular answer. Royce, we got time for one more question here, and it's going to come from Bennett. All right, you talked about Carlos a little bit. We saw him make, again, unforgettable defensive play at shortstop in the postseason that is one of the all-timers in Twins history. Uh, what's it like to play next to him, especially as a guy who kind of modeled his shortstop game after Carlos a little bit? Oh, yeah, still to this day. I mean, it's it's 
you know, it's, you get chills. Like I just get in shock of like, this is actually happening. Like this is a guy I totally grew up watching and my dad took me to watch him play when he played the angels, uh, when he was on the Astros and, uh, I met him down in the tunnel before the game started. And I was like, this is before I got drafted. So he was like, Oh, I heard you, you might have a good opportunity of getting picked high in the draft. And I was just looking at him like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. so uh, you know, I was just happy to see him, but, uh, and then obviously go full circle now and now we're working together and I'm learning from each and every day. And, um, he's been such a great mentor for not only me, but all of us, uh, especially young guys, but even the veterans in the clubhouse, like just a different way of learning how to win, uh, play to win each and every day. And, um, it's, it's very, very special. Um, he's, you know, one of the best leaders I've ever had, uh, on a team and between him and Buck, our team's very lucky to have both those guys as leaders, but man, on the infield, I can tell you each and every day, this guy talking to me mid play, mid pitch, right before the pitch, uh, whether it's like just something fun, like, you know, Hey, this guy can hit a little bit huh? at the plate. And we're talking about Seager or Jordan Alvarez or, or if it's, we're at the, you know, in the field and we're just talking about a play or, Hey, be ready for this or, Hey, be ready for this. Or, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And he's always saying this stuff and I'm taking it in every time. And I'm like, people don't even see that because they're watching the pitcher. He's getting set. He's about to make the pitch, but he's talking to me and I'm learning mid game. And so that's kind of stuff that uh, ultimately is going to make me better at the end of the day. I'm excited. Uh, and, about. You know, I think fans got a, a glimpse of that when it came out after the playoff game, the, the pickoff play, right? Hey, Sonny, we're going to have a chance to, to pick a guy because they can't hear the third base coach a little mm-hmm. subtlety like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it ends up potentially changing the game and, and helping the twins win a game. Royce, it is fantastic to catch up with you. Uh, we appreciate you kicking things off for us here on the, on the hot stove show. Look forward to seeing with you in a couple of uh, weeks at twins fest. Uh, yep. And then here's to a, a healthy and prosperous 2024 for the Minnesota twins uh, kicking right. things off down in Fort Myers. Thank you, my friend. No, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. It's been so fun. I love the photos. <laughs> yeah, the photos are good. I'm not going to tell you who to blame for some of those pictures, but uh, I will yep. say this. I'm going to need your mom's number before Halloween because i got to get some costumes put together here for the, uh, the studio. I'm thinking she might be the one to go to. Royce Lewis is our guest, and we couldn't ask for a finer way to start our Inside Twins program here in the Hot Stove Show in 2024. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated, how memories are created and legends are made. Royce uh, adding to his legend as he has set the bar high as our first guest of the year. But we'll do this all again next week, all across twin social media platforms and all across our fine network of affiliates right here on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.